Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where someone gets so angry, they throw a chair through a window. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash am I the butthole, and it's titled, am I the butthole for walking out over a chair? Okay, hear me out. For as long as I can remember in my family, almost any time that I got up from my seat, someone would take it to either be funny or claim it as if no one was using it. And as a teenager, it literally got to the point that I brought my own folding chair so I could pick it up and carry it with me. If I left my folding chair where it was, someone would take it. Then they would get mad at me when I wanted it back. As an example, during a holiday last year, I got up from my chair for a moment to help with something, and I came back to find a kid in it. Then, my family berated me for wanting them to move. But I told them that when a man owns and brings his own chair, they expect to be able to use it. I own a very nice folding chair that's comfortable and easily portable. And I pretty much bring it to any family event, because people are always scrambling for chairs. Well, the other day, I went to a birthday party for my nephew. And, like always, I brought my own chair. But at some point, I had to use the bathroom. When I came back, my chair was missing, and everyone acted like they didn't know where it was. I said they had one minute to return it, or I was leaving. They laughed at first, but then realized that I was serious, so I started going for the door. Everyone told me to just calm down and that it was just a joke. I said that I didn't care if they think that I'm a stick in the mud. I wouldn't be bringing my own chair all the time if other people weren't always taking my seat whenever I got up. I don't think that it's funny, and I never did. My brother-in-law then pulled the chair out of where he'd hidden it, and when I got it back, one of the legs was bent. I said that it wasn't bent before, and how could he possibly have done this to a metal chair? He said that he could fix it and tried to unbend it, but only made it worse. The chair was pretty much unusable now because the leg was warped and I don't want to risk putting weight on it. I told my brother-in-law that he owes me 50 bucks for the chair because that's what I paid for it new two years ago. He got mad and kept saying that it was a stupid chair. I said that this was my stupid chair and this wouldn't have happened if he wasn't so immature that he and everyone else had to mess with me for years about where I sit. Then I took my now messed up chair and walked out. My family's been blowing my phone up, saying that it's just a chair and to let it go. But I still want my brother-in-law to pay me back for it. Am I the butthole? Then Opie posted an update. Last night, I sent a mass text out to my family that I will not be going to any family function, no matter how important it is, until they make this right by promising to not screw with me anymore and repay me for the chair. They've mostly gone quiet now, but I can wait. I've got all the time in the world for them to realize that I'm serious. And then OP posted another update. I wasn't going to come back here. To be honest, I'd completely forgotten that I made this account. I only got back in because I'd written down the password and left it at my desk. I was listening to Reddit videos on YouTube a couple of weeks ago when I suddenly heard my old Am I the Butthole post, so I thought that I'd give an update. Well, things escalated a lot after I made that post because I linked the post to my parents and other family members after a little while. They were furious with me at first. Some even mocked me, saying things like, Oh, watch what you say or do around OP. He might just post about it on Reddit. But when they actually read the comments on my post when I made them, they became mortified. My brother-in-law did agree to pay for a new chair and gave me the money that I asked for. 
I bought a better folding chair than my last one and resumed going to family functions. But whenever I was there, there was this air about some of the other family members. They looked at me like I'd sucked all the fun out of the room. My parents had stopped thinking that the chair thing was funny and even scolded a kid for taking my seat when I got up to use the bathroom. The only problem is that that kid was my nephew and he started crying when they made him get up. My brother-in-law came to the boy's rescue, and my nephew ended up blurting out that his daddy told him that he could do it. When I came out of the bathroom, there was a big fight about it going on. Several family members, including my sister and brother-in-law, were all yelling that it was just a stupid chair and I shouldn't be so butthurt about it. My parents demanded to know why they were so butthurt about not being allowed to screw with me anymore. Like, what was their motivation after doing it for so long? It made no sense, and it just wasn't funny anymore. That's when I intervened. I told them none of this stuff would have ever happened if they hadn't been so intent on messing with me, and there was really no point to it. I said that I only started bringing my own chair because I could never find a stable place to sit. And if they still thought that they were in the right about the situation, then they were just bullies, plain and simple. And what kind of example is that to be setting for their son? My brother-in-law raged, grabbed my new chair, and then hurled it through the living room bay window. There was a bit of a pause before he realized what he'd just done. Then he took off in his car and just left my sister and nephew there. My parents got my sister to call him, and over the phone, they threatened to go to the cops if he didn't pay for the damages. My brother-in-law yelled a few F-bombs until my sister took the phone back. She said that he can either make things right or she'll divorce him. Well, that did the trick because he came back looking like a kick puppy with his head hanging low. He apologized to me and my parents without even looking at us and he said that he would pay for the new bay window and left again. My sister said that he drank himself to sleep that night. (laughs) My new chair was just fine. It took being hurled through a bay window like a champ. There was hardly a scratch on it. My brother hired a window company to come and replace the window. They had to measure and order a new one before it could be installed. And until then, the window had to be covered with plywood. It took some time, but eventually my parents got a new bay window. And the new one is even better than the old one. Though I imagine that it was extra expensive because it's a bay window. My family was still divided about the situation for a while. Mainly, my brother-in-law's parents, my uncle, and a couple of cousins blamed me and called me obnoxious over insisting on bringing my own chair and refusing to let anyone else use it. So I compromised. I said that if I had a good designated seat that no one would try to take away, then I would leave my chair in my car. It took two more family barbecues before they finally agreed to this. Since then, I've left my chair in my car unless there really wasn't enough seating, and that's only happened once since then. The problem is, though, that even though they stopped screwing with me, they're still screwing with each other until things went too far. They still like to take each other's seats. But I guess that other people were following my example because they put their feet down and demanded that it stop. This has been going on for decades, and some people have had enough. My brother-in-law stayed out of the fight entirely and hasn't caused any more trouble. But for several family functions, a number of people just didn't bother to show up. My mother was broken up about it because she loves hosting parties. It's taken months, but everything is more or less normalized again. 
But without the chair thing going on, some have resorted to other stupid pranks, like a little device that you hook to a chair that makes farts. They didn't do this to my seat, they did it to a cousin. That cousin got really petty at the next party and let out real farts. He said that he ate a whole pack of fiber bars and had eggs for breakfast, and man was it nasty. Other pranks included hiding eating utensils, a stink bomb, hiding some sort of monster thing in the toilet, cellophane in a doorway, ripping paper when someone bends over, messing with drinks, hiding shoes, copying outfits, a container of foam packing peanuts above a doorway, and finally one that really infuriated my aunt and uncle when the party was held at their house, a glitter bomb. They had to get their carpet professionally cleaned, and they billed the person who made the glitter bomb for it. So now, the pranks are just over. No one wants them anymore. And I'm fine with that. However, the last family functions have been a bit dull. I think they were so used to how things were that now they're trying to find other ways to amuse themselves that don't involve cell phones. Ugh, I got exhausted just reading that post. OP, your entire family is filled with immature bullies. What if, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, this is just a wild idea. What if we just didn't bully each other constantly? You know, what if we just talked to each other and had adult conversations and enjoyed each other's company because we love each other because we're family? I mean, is that is that crazy? Is that is that bizarre? Oh my God, OP. When, the <laughs> when your brother-in-law threw the chair through the window. Oh my God, what is going on with this family? The funny thing is, he's from the side that's like, it's only a chair. What's the big deal? Well, if it's not a big deal, why are you getting so worked up about it that you're throwing furniture outside of a window, dude? Are you okay? Do you need to sit down, take a break, perhaps on this folding chair, and relax for a minute? Our next Reddit post comes from r slash anti-work. I finally had it. I walked out. This is a pizza delivery place with no delivery drivers left now. I've spent the last three years delivering pizza for one of the mega chain companies, and I'm finally effing done. I get minimum wage, of course, and a flat rate delivery fee paid to the driver of $1.50. They charge customers 4 bucks for delivery, but I get $1.50 of it. Most days, there's nothing but a single driver and a manager trying to run a place doing 30 plus pizzas per hour from 11 a.m. to midnight. Closing the store and cleanup takes until 2 a.m. minimum, and I've had days when I came home past 4 a.m. Customers screaming, ranting, canceling orders all day long. Orders flooding in nonstop all day and night. It's like living in a constant panic attack. I'm always stressed. There's always a dozen things that still need doing and a dozen other things that nobody did. At the beginning of COVID, the store had about 16 drivers on staff. Even with 16 people, we barely had enough staff, but it was still doable. We gradually lost about two hours per month to where we are now. We have a gigantic delivery area that can't be covered by anything less than six drivers. Double that when we're busy, which we are nonstop. We've had two drivers all summer until a month ago, but now they have none. I've been working an average of 70 hours per week, some weeks over 90. I'm averaging over 700 miles per week on my car. Tips have become awful. Easily half the people don't even tip at all anymore. In the beginning of COVID, a 70-hour work week was easily over $1,000 in my pocket. Since the beginning of this year, I've gradually dropped to maybe $500 max. And I'm just totally exhausted and stressed out nonstop. 
they won't raise my wage. The franchise owner swears that people are just lazy and frequently intimates that all of his current employees are just lazy whiners. So, on to last night. I had 20 deliveries on the board and I'm the only driver. The queue is backed up by at least 45 minutes. The owner is working the counter for his once-per-month shift where he mostly just screams and gets in the way. Lying to customers, telling them it'll be 15 minutes for their order when, at minimum, it's going to be one hour. Then, he decides that I'm not moving fast enough in front of a dozen customers, all standing in the front, pissed, waiting for their extremely late food. He says to me, You need to goddamn run with those deliveries. People are hungry, you lazy scum. I had it. I was done. No more. Enough. I dropped all the food that I was carrying in the middle of the floor. I went out back, cashed myself out, took my lock off my locker, and emptied my stuff. I went out front, brought in the stupid company car topper, tossed it in the pile of food on the floor, and just left. I have no idea what he was screaming while it happened, and I don't care. So I'm finally and totally done with this and every other boss out there who acts like this and runs a business like this. It's not a business when they think this is how to run things, like it's some ego-stroking, half-assed hobby. I'm just not here for it anymore. On the plus side, I slept 12 hours last night for the first time in forever, and I feel amazing today. It's like a huge lump of stress, rage, hatred, and panic has just evaporated inside of me. I highly recommend it. Effing quit. Walk out on that bastard. Walk out, move on, quit. Do it. They deserve it. (laughs) And then OP posted an update. The next day, the owner just texted wanting to know if I was coming in tonight, Friday night. Dude, it's Friday and you're late already. Are you coming? I've got no drivers here and I already have over 20 deliveries just sitting here. WTF? What do I do? Do I just ignore it? Be a douche? I'm trying to decide, but I am definitely never going back. (laughs) And then another update. My boss texted me, I'm gonna effing sue you for ruining my business and job abandonment. I don't know how that works, but I'm just high enough to have responded, I hope your lawyer's cheap, because I worked for you, you cheap bastard, so you know that I'm broke. Here's some free advice for you. Don't sue poor people because we don't have anything. Now, apparently, I'm fired. Woe is me. And then OP posted another update. So, (laughs) so I drove by this morning thinking I would be decent and return my uniform, shirts, and whatnot. Try to act like an adult or whatever. And he's closed today. There's a handwritten sign on the door that simply says, closed today due to lack of staff. I texted around my former co-workers, and apparently his rage fits all Friday and Saturday cost him two more employees. Also, his other daytime driver told him to go F himself and walked out midday Saturday. The dude is self-destructing, I guess, and he doesn't seem to care if he torpedoes his own business. Now, he has absolutely no drivers, only his store general manager and a 17-year-old left. Oh well, I left my uniform shirts in the dumpster around the corner. Then OP posts another update. So my former employer is in my... (laughs) What? Okay, my former employer is now on my front lawn screaming his head off. And how's your Thursday night going, Reddit? So I got a knock on my door today. I answer it and it's my former boss. I'm not happy about this because I seriously dislike people just showing up at my house uninvited. Okay, WTF? So anyways, 
So, now that you've had some time, are you ready to grow up and be a man and come back to work? It's Friday tomorrow, and I need my people. I said, what the F did you just say to me? Grow up and be a man? I quit. We're done. Go away. I don't have anything to say to you. I start to go inside, but he launches into an unbelievable rant about being closed half this week and that it's my fault. He says he's losing money, and how is he supposed to staff a store open 100 hours a week with just him and his general manager, and it's my fault for quitting? He says that he spends too much on DoorDash fees sending out deliveries, so he's going to go broke any minute now. At this point, I'm just in slack-jaw disbelief. I can't believe this Nimrod won't leave me alone. He let his staff dwindle from nearly 30 employees pre-COVID down to the last six or so, and we all bailed finally as well, and that's my fault? I said, I don't give an F. I'm not interested, and I don't care. I don't know how else to say this to you. Why are you here? I'm not going to work for you ever, for any reason, so just go away. You're just a child and an effing coward. Get back to work. I need you there. Go F yourself and get off my property. I slammed the door in his face and went inside. He stayed on my front porch, banging on my door like a maniac, and my dogs are losing their mind. He's screaming and ranting at the top of his lungs, threatening to sue me for job abandonment, for ruining him and bankrupting him, and how it's my fault that his kids are going to starve and be homeless. My neighbors are starting to hear him. Finally, I've had enough listening to this. The poor, nice old guy across the street is standing on his lawn with his next-door neighbor, and they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on over here. Finally, he starts to leave. And because I'm a petty child, as he walks away ranting, I pop the door open real quick and stick my head out and yell, Your pizza sucks and you suck if you think one driver can save your awful business. I hope you go bankrupt so I can laugh at you panhandling on the street corner in a month, you cheap butthole. That maybe wasn't the best idea. I slammed the door shut, but he ran back up, pounding on the door and started screaming some more. I had to endure another 20 minutes of his noise and BS. My neighbor actually went back inside of his house and called me. I told him what happened, and he just laughed his butt off. He asked if he should maybe call the cops over a domestic disturbance going on at my house. I won't say that I told him to do it, but I certainly didn't tell him not to do it. So, my former boss is standing on my front lawn right now, with blue lights from three police cruisers flashing among the house as the sun sets on a lovely New England day. I'm sure that he won't get arrested, but I would love to see it. And my oh my, does he seem agitated. The poor cops look bored, frankly. They only talked to me for a few minutes, and I told them that he's just an ex-boss who won't accept that I effing quit. They did not seem all that amused. Oh well, not my problem. I called one of my former co-workers who also quit, and apparently my boss went to his house to yell at him too. Oh my god, what a douche! So now, I'm just sitting on my deck watching my ex-boss as he sheepishly tries to explain harassing an ex-employee at his home to the cops. And I'm just peaceful, stress-free, and well-rested after quitting his awful job. Maybe I should wave at him. Then, we have another update. So, as requested, I called a few other co-workers, and so far, two others have responded saying that this boss showed up at their house. One just told him to F off, slammed the door in his face, and ignored him. The other wasn't home, but his mother answered, and boss man tried to give her flack for her kid quitting. 
Oh my god, OP, your boss is such a doofus. If his business is really this dependent on one driver, and you really did make him go bankrupt, you really did ruin his business, and he wants to sue you and all that stuff, then maybe, just maybe, you should hire a second driver. That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.